0: It's time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is on 103.9 FM WXAN. It's presented by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries, located at 420 South Street in Murfreesboro. Their worship services are Sunday morning at 11:30 a.m., and they welcome you. Time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is. Because of who you are, and this takes me back to um, when I was. This was in I think it was two oh four. I think it was Minnesota slogan. When I was uh, uh my friend keep telling me don't say forget, bite, I was mauled by a pit bull dog, okay? I was mauled by a pit bull dog. Now let me tell you something. When that dog locked down on me Hallelujah. When he locked down on me, nobody was in that house but me and that dog and my granddaughter. And he was trying to kill my granddaughter. And so I had to rise up. See, you don't know what you got until you need it. See, don't don't cut yourself short. Because courage is not the absence of fear. But courage is the ability to prevail. If somebody would have told me that... I would fight a pit bull with my bare hand. I couldn't have saw that. I couldn't have seen that. I couldn't have seen that. I couldn't have seen me walking through cancer with no medical intervention. I couldn't have seen that at all. So don't count yourself out. Quit walking by what you feel. Feeling have nothing to do on this Christian journey. It's a faith walk and you gotta walk by faith whether you feel like it, look like it, smell like it, taste like it. You, It's a faith walk and get that in your mind. It's a faith walk anyway when that dog locked down on me that night nobody in the house to get the dog off okay not not a soul in the house but god gave me the strength that same and and this was this was a a, a young fairbred pit bull and just to see those kind of dog are uh, frightening let alone to have to fight one with your bare hand but anyway uh when he Locked down on me, nobody in the house. I, I mean, nobody. And I remember I was trying to talk nice to the dog because he was out of his head. Like he didn't know who I was. And, and he had been with me ever since he was a puppy. And, and I was trying, I was trying to do some of everything. And I remember when he locked down on me, I saw my whole life go past me. I saw, I saw, Birds. I saw trees. I, I saw greenery. And I, I you know, I started thinking about my children and I was okay because they were old enough to make it. I even thought about my bank account. See, you're go, going through all this craziness. And it bothered me. Why did not think of Jesus? You see what I'm saying? This, this thing troubled me. Why am I thinking about a bank account? Why am I thinking about birds and trees before I'm thinking of Jesus? I just didn't understand that. And God gave me a measure of relief when he took me to Job and Job complained and we're going to close with that. Job complained about everything. And then it says that he remembered the Lord. He did what? He remembered the Lord. So after my life went past me, I remembered the Lord. I remembered the Lord. And when I remembered the Lord, I said, Jesus, help me. And the dog just was still going, shaking his head and all, trying to take my arm off. Hallelujah. And then I said, Jesus, help me. And then I remember saying, it's not working. That's what I was thinking. I was saying, because... Uh, the old folks in that, and, and coming up in those days, they told you to call on that name. When you call on that name, he will answer you. Don't you give up on Jesus. I don't care what you're going through. Don't you give up on Jesus. And when I said it's not working, and that last time it looked like I got all the strength that I could muster up, and I said, Jesus, help me. And when I said, Jesus, help me, that dog let my arm go, and he backed up. That dog let my arm on that third, when I called that name, that wonderful name, that third time, he let my arm go and backed up. Hallelujah. And now when he backed up, that gave me time to get up. And I'm telling you, blood all over the house. I mean, it was like a crime scene. And this dog had tasted blood. And so what I remember once that he had tasted that blood, when he bagged up, see, when I called on that name, he had to back up. And I'm in a place where I don't know where the phone at, couldn't get to the phone. And then he stood there at the door, and what happened when, he, when uh, he bagged up, his tail went straight up in the air like this, just like this. His tail went straight up in the air, and the very tip of that tail, just the tip alone, bit. And he began to wag it like a snake in slow motion. And so they were saying he had tasted blood. Now he was getting ready to attack me. And I had to get out that door to get past him to get some help. And I'm going to tell you how God was with me every step of the way. He didn't never promise you that you wouldn't go through. But he said, when you go through the fire, when you go through the flood, I'll be with you. And I'll never leave you or forsake you. Didn't he say that? Hallelujah. And I know what it means. Hallelujah. To go through. Hallelujah. When you're born again, you, it doesn't mean the exemption from trial. But your trial is going to come. But he promised to walk you through it. Why is he walking you through it? Because you got to come forth as pure gold. And I remember when I I took a shoe and I threw it at the dog. And when the dog turned his back and walked away, they gave me a split second. My granddaughter was in the bedroom with the door closed and she was completely uh, protected. She was not in any danger. And so when he, uh, uh, when I threw and he turned his back and began to walk away, I, I managed to get out the door. And I'm going to show you every step of the way how God was with me. And uh, my neighbors that were across the street, they always parked their car in the front. They always parked their car in the front. And so when I looked over there and did not see that car, that told me that they were not home. So the other option that I had was look at that fruna home. And when I looked at the Fruner home, it's a huge old ghostly building. And I started there and, and the Holy Ghost say, they won't hear you. That's too much building. You go and, 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 and keep in mind, I'm losing so much blood that I'm literally, I'm literally dying. I'm literally feeling the life go out of me. I'm really feeling this. And so when I heard the Lord speak, don't go that way, I turned and went to the house where the neighbors without the car there, I just went there anyway. And I hit their door. I didn't even knock. I just hit their door, and I and they were there. They had parked the car in the back, and they were there watching television. And they didn't even know who I was because I was a bloody mess all over. And blood. And this woman's, uh, my neighbor's son was there, and he got up three times to leave. Three times he got up, but each time he sat back down. And by the time that I got to my neighbor. I could no longer talk. I could think but I couldn't talk. And I just said to them before I got to that state, I say called the paramedics. That's all I could say and after that I couldn't say anything else. And when I said that I walked back across the street and sit down on the steps of the church. I sit there and I was waiting and I couldn't talk because the light was leaving out of me. I couldn't talk and I could think and I was saying if just somebody tied up, but I did didn't have the strength to tell anyone to tie it up. I could just think if somebody just tied up, you know, put a tourniquet on it. I say if they just put it tied up, I'll be okay. And by that time, that son that got up three times to leave, but sat down, God, hallelujah, he kept him there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He kept him there. And I looked and I saw him coming out the door. And he was doing this with a towel. And when I saw him doing this with a towel, I knew God was, hallelujah, hallelujah, I knew I was going to be all right. And when he tied that arm up, hallelujah, I felt life come back in me and shut it off. And I felt I was in no pain. I wasn't in no, I was just, I was all right. And by that time they had every state trooper Every sheriff, the police, two or three ambulants was there in the yard. They took me to the hospital minister logan is my witness on this hallelujah and i'm telling you all and i don't know why god got me going here but whatever you're going through trust god it may not look good going through it but trust god he will be there for you he will be there don't you doubt god i don't care how low before you get the victory most likely you're gonna go low and hallelujah when they got me to the hospital here come this rental doctor hmm hallelujah (laughs) Am I right, Minister Logan? Here come this renter doctor. I knew, Lord have mercy, when I saw that doctor come out with flip-flops on, he walking on the back of his shoes. I said, oh, Lord have mercy. I knew I was getting ready to be in some trouble hallelujah he came on out and i tell you that doctor gave me he told me first of all he said we can't give you nothing and and i tell you this is why i love minister logan today because she was my right hand i tell you she went hands up with that doctor and by that time my son came in there and i tell you they were about to tear that hospital bed up the hospital up and she told me she said you're going to give her something you're going to give her something and uh he, he was dead bent on not giving me any medication cause now all this pain and stuff is coming back. He was dead bent on not giving me any medication. And I tell you now, listen here. You know a nurse can't override a doctor. That nurse, it was a nurse on duty. He rose up over that doctor and he told me, he said, "I'm giving you the strongest thing we got. Give the soldiers on the battlefield, because this dog had took my arm off to the bone. When you look at my arm, you saw pure bone. Hallelujah! And that nurse rose up and overrode that doctor and told that doctor, uh-uh. He she he gave me the strongest." Man- medication they had and so now they in there and they trying to get me to st louis to the trauma center okay so now then here come this doctor again hallelujah here come this doctor again he tells me you're going by ambulance. You 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 not. And Minister Logan say I don't want ambulance. She she need a helicopter. Get her a helicopter. And and oh she's not going in no helicopter. And uh she was they was about to fight again up in there. She say oh you getting her a helicopter. And they going at it round for round. That same nurse rose up and he told me he said, your helicopter will be here in twenty minutes. I'm here to tell you when God is for you, He's more than the world against you. You. hallelujah and that dare say i ordered your helicopter and they'll be here in 20 minutes and hallelujah let me tell you something that after that helicopter came they took me to st louis to the trauma center and by that time mother brenda i had nobody because they couldn't work they couldn't ride in the helicopter with me and so mother brenda's father lived up in um east st louis and she told him she say mr Helen, my patterson uh, my Pat. Pastor is, is, uh, going to, uh, Uh, St. Louis University and she ain't got nobody there and I need you to be there. So when I got there he was standing there waiting. I'm going to tell you, hallelujah, God will be there. He'll walk with you every step of the way. And when they got me to that trauma center and got me in there for surgery, they were able to save my arm because back here they were telling people I would would have lost my arm. I was going to lose my arm. But that doctor, let me tell you what that doctor told me. He said if you had to come by ambulance you would have lost that arm if I had to come by ambulance like this doctor wanted to send me I would not have an arm today but you see how God had the right people when God is for you he's more than the world against you but let me finish this up when Satan come, he's coming with he said. When he destroyed Adam and Eve, what did he do? He came with he said. And when it came to Jesus, guess what? When it came to Jesus, he tried the same tactic, but what did Jesus do? Jesus said it is written, and he gave him the word. When you believe in God for anything, you give him the word and let it be No, don't, you don't say no more, you don't say no less. Whatever God word say, you say what God say. If you're going through healing, you say by his stripes I'm healed. You don't say no more. You don't say no less. This is what Jesus did. He said if you be the Son of God. Turn these stones into bread. What did Jesus say? Hallelujah. Thou should not live by bread alone. You got to know the word. If you don't have the word to come back and you don't have to know the whole Bible. The Bible says if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you can ask what you will. That means that 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 word means a rhema word. That means your specific situation. Whatever you're going through in that specific situation, you ask God and you find the word. And you keep saying the word. You don't talk to the devil. You don't agree with the devil. You say what God say and let it be. And when you say what God says and let it be, you will get the victory each time. Hallelujah. He's brought my life up from the ashes. Hallelujah. He's brought me up from sickle cell. I had a young child diagnosed with sickle cell and nothing but this word. He's healthy today. I had another child that was doomed with asthma from a baby but he's healthy today. God has brought me through a lump in my breast he's brought me through cancer he's brought me through many trials and tribulation and how did he do it because and through the word hallelujah now let me close up with Jonah because we don't do what God tell us to do and I, I love reading this because this is so true and we all can find ourselves in this situation with Jonah now you got to understand Jonah Jonah uh were disobedient and uh, he uh, did not do what God told him to do. And that may be some of us in our life. We may have something we going through because we're not obedient to God. If that's the case, repent. God does not hold grudges. He is a God that forgives. Hallelujah. So don't worry about yesterday. Spill milk. Let yesterday be dead and gone. It's a new day today. And all you have to do is trust God, believe God and walk it out and, and, Quit looking for a quick fix. This world has messed us up because everything we get now is popping in the oven and we got it. It's go to McDonald's. We got instant hamburger, instant chicken, instant everything. And we think when we come to God and don't get an instant, then we got a problem. But God is usually going to work in line with the laws of nature. And that's mean when he sent his word and you grab that thing by faith, healing. When you go through healing, that A G A-L-I-N-G. When you see that I-N-G on the something, go back to elementary. What did it mean? It meant something in action. You see, when God healed me that night, as I so often say, right then and there, that thing was cured. When it's cured, that means it's it's cut off at the root. That means it cannot go no further. That means it's done when something is cured. But now, once God cured it, then I had to go through the healing. Now, the healing is a process and healing works in line with the laws of nature. You see, if he did a miracle, it would have been bam and I would have been healed. Cancer been gone and uh, the cancer was gone in a, in a second, but my body would have been restored and the pain and all of that. i would have been the whole instantly but it had to go through the healing process so when you ask god for something it's going through the healing and he just brought to me let me show you this i want you to see this y'all look over the dust because uh, it's, it's been in the uh, storage okay you see this that's the fan see this this is the fan effect you see that right when you ask god for something and you truly in prayer in faith and not mental agreement this is what happens in the spirit you see that? That thing is cut off. The source is gone. That source, you see? But look at the effect. You see, it still appears that it's moving. It's still alive there. That's what Satan wants you to think. You understand? That's what I mean by the fan effect. When you ask God for something in faith and God dispatch that thing, that th- that thing is cut off at the source. Now, that means you may still be feeling it. That means you still may be looking and you may still have the residue of that thing, but you see, the source of that, and that's where the healing comes from. And when, when you're dealing with healing, it's just like a crook come into your house and tear up your house and mess up everything in your house. And when the uh authority comes, what they, they get the problem out. But then what? You gotta go through the cleanup. And this is the way it is with healing. That's why we walk by faith and not by sight. And while you walking through your condition, while you're trusting God for whatever thing you believe God for, this is what you got to do. What I'm going to close out with right now. All right, you got Jonah? Okay, now listen. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God, out of the fish's belly. Okay, now he's in the bottom of hell. And put yourself in this situation where Jonah is, okay? And and he said, I cried by reason of my affliction. Now when I when I do this, I want you to say, Complain, okay? All right. And he said, And the Lord heard me out of the belly of hell, cried I, and thou heardest my voice. Now listen, for thy hast cast me into the deep. Complain. In the midst of the seas complain, and the floods come past me about, complain, all thy billows and thy way passed over me, complain. Then said I I am cast out of thy sight, complain, yet I will look again towards thy holy temple. Now, see, he's complaining about all his problems. Yes, the waters come past me about, complain, he in the midst of his situation, Even to the soul. The depths close me round about. Complain. The weeds were wrapped about my head. Complain. I went down to the bottom of the mountain. Complain. The earth with her boards was about me forever. Complain. You see, he was complaining about his situation rather than praising God. He was spending all of this time complaining about the weeds wraps about his head. I'm in the bottom of hell. The mountain compass me. See how we do? We complain about the situation. Okay, now listen. Yet has I brought up my life from corruption, O oh Lord, my God. When my soul fainted within me, let me tell you something. When my soul fainted within me, you can complain so long that you wear yourself out and just give up. Hallelujah. When he, just, he was complaining about this situation, till his soul actually fainted within him. That means he just gave up. And when he gave up. Look what he did. I remembered the Lord. He did what? I remembered the Lord. Remember me telling you when that dog had my arm. I remembered the Lord. Now listen. I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came in. Unto thee. Into thine holy temple. Now listen. listen Right here. This is the key. They that observe. lying vanities. Forsake their own mercy. They that what? Observe. Observe mean to see. Observe mean to pay attention. Observe mean to keep your eye on it. And what did uh, he say over in the book of Proverbs? Keep thy word before your eyes. But he's saying they that observe lying vanity. Now, what is a lying vanity? A lying vanity is anything that stands next to the word of God and does not agree with the word of God. It becomes a lying vanity. If it does not agree with the word of God, consider it a lying vanity. They that observe what lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Now, listen. Now, listen. All that complaining. God was not saying a word. Okay. All that complaining. Where was God? Just like like this? Just, he gonna, if you want to complain, he's just going to sit there and let you. Mm-hmm. But look. When he fainted and when he gave up. Look what happened. But I will what? Sacrifice unto thee with the voice of what? Thanksgiving. You see that? The minute he quit complaining and started giving praises and thanksgiving to God, look what happened. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish. And it vomited out Jonah up on dry land. Until he got out of complaining and began to praise God, nothing took place. Quick complaining about your situation and begin to give thanks to God for your healing, for your deliverance, for your prosperity. Begin to give praises and thanks to God in all things. For he says that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and called according to the purpose. is working together for your good. And that's the word today. You've been listening to Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is Brought to you by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries in Murfreesboro They're located at 420 South Street And you can join them for their Sunday morning worship services at 11.30 a.m. Tune in again next time for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is Because of who you are I give you praise Because of who?